This programme is sponsored by the Lancastrian Theatre Organ Trust, promoting regular live theatre organ concerts featuring the UK's premier organists at the Theatre Organ Heritage Centre in Eccles and the Stockport Town Hall on the world-famous Wurlitzer Organ. For concert details, visit www.ltot.org.uk. FM and online at oldhamcommunityradio.com are featuring all that's best from the King of Instruments. This is Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstonehall. again and welcome to this edition of Community Keyboards on air and online featuring music and conversation from the King of Instruments in all its guises. Now as you may know our first monthly programme tends to concentrate on professional and home keyboards and electronic organs. Since the early 1980s the place to showcase these type of instruments, launch new models and so on has been the keyboard festivals. Of course, these days, there are many residential events up and down the land, often hosted by well-known players on the circuit. But whenever I hear the words keyboard cavalcade, my mind goes back to the holiday campsite rendezvous, packed with enthusiasts, companies, national and international artists, and lots of opportunities to learn from the professionals in teachings, demonstrations, and of course the obligatory late-night dancing sessions. These days, Keyboard Cavalcade gathers at the Four Star Village Hotel in Blackpool, which has a restaurant, pub, coffee shop, swimming pool and spa and gym on site. And if that's not enough, there's also an 18-hole golf course with a driving range and a golf academy. Rooms come with super comfy beds and tea or coffee making facilities, And if you upgrade to a club room, you'll enjoy free HD TV and complimentary access to the gym. Well, that sounds like fun and quite a far cry from the Heidi High campus image. Shall we have a drive over there? Go on then. Please drive to highlighted route.
Brett Wales on Versus Sonic and House of Fun. Well, traffic wasn't that bad. Let's go inside and see what's going on at the 2022 Keyboard Cavalcade Festival. It's lovely to be joined on the programme by the man who really puts the festival together. I'm sure he would disagree with me because he has a team of um, helpful people as well. But Michael Waldrich, welcome back. Lovely to see you again, Ian. Thanks for visiting. It's great. Thank you for, for, for allowing us. Gone are the days, really, where, where, where people could sort of dip in and out of these things. Uh, I know uh, I'm in a kind of privileged position um, as, a, as, as a visitor uh, to, uh, to Keyboard Cavalcade. But well, why is that? Why... why why is it now for residents only? It's mostly been for residents only, with sometimes the option of a day ticket or two. But the main thing, from my perspective, is that we have these lovely people who come and support for the entire week. And, and then I, I've seen myself in days gone past, you get the day visitors come, and they come in and they take the best seats for the few shows they want to see, rather than supporting the whole event. And I just don't think that's actually fair on the people who actually support the whole event and yeah. every player, rather than just cherry-picking the one they particularly like. I think it's much nicer that we're all here for a lovely time together for a whole event. I think the uh, ethos of the Keyboard Cavalcade Festivals is that it gives people a, a choice of... Uh, sort of standard of venue, if that's the right expression. Um, obviously, yeah. with Hemsby, there's sort of the holiday type, um, the camp environment, if that's the right expression. Here, you've got a very nice upmarket hotel. Is it? Is it very much horses for courses? Yeah, I think people choose the type of thing they're comfortable with. But actually, all the events have a lovely atmosphere. They all have a lovely ambience. We were at Hemsby back in the spring, and we'll be there again next year in the spring. 
and there the caravans are like palaces, really. Mm-hmm. And I, in fact, I stayed in one of the lodges, and I didn't use it, but I had a lovely hot tub outside. You know, had I had I had the time and the, and, and the inclination, and it was like having my own little bungalow. Really, it's beautiful, beautiful, lovely, lovely settings, car park space outside everyone. So lots of people like that because of the convenience of that aspect of it. Some people prefer the four-star hotel and being waited on. It's just personal space, and some people come to all of them. To be honest. Yeah. Who'd have believed that the, the last time we chatted, um, the, the, the last couple of years thereafter, uh, were basically non-existent for people right, they, yes. with, with the, the pandemic, obviously. Oh, are your guests now um, finally coming out of their homes to support the uh, Keyboard Cavalcade Festivals, Michael? Are they finding it a bit easier to to stir and have yes. confidence yes I think I mean generally in our, our world of keyboards and organs I think people are beginning to come out but it is slow getting their confidence back I think that's understandable when we've been through such terrible times and I notice you know, when I go around the country playing for organ festivals and events <coughs> lots of them the numbers are maybe 50% of what they used to be 60% of what they used to be and that's not just in our world it applies I, I do a lot of show work a lot of theatre work yeah. and there as well you know venues they're, they're half empty which is so sad you know, my stepson was in a show in Worthing just a couple of weeks back and that would normally sell out for eight performances and they had less than half attendance across the whole thing and it's, it's just affecting the, whole, the entire entertainment industry really so actually at our festivals I'm really pleased with the numbers you know we're in three figures which is something I wasn't sure we'd achieve here at Blackpool because it's always you know the four star hotel has a smaller number at it than a big holiday camp always so obviously it's not going to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds because we can't accommodate them so it was I'm really pleased we're into three figures and that's brilliant and it shows that people are coming back and everyone here is having a lovely time which is what it's about it's interesting because of course throughout the pandemic people were locked down in their yes. own homes but equally they were playing their instruments weren't they so they were still keeping very much in, yes, in the hobby touch was still the, there uh, the although it was interesting something I've observed quite a lot is quite a few people took on new hobbies during the pandemic oh. and I know that in the industry the manufacturers sold everything they could get hold of really because so many people were taking up playing the keyboards, playing the piano. I know Yamaha sold more guitars in the, over the pandemic than they had since they started making them, sort of 50, 60 years ago, whatever it is. But similarly, because lots of people were taking up a new hobby, trying music, that meant quite a few people who have music as their hobby were trying something different again and moving away from us. So we have this whole new collective, really, to people to talk to, which is it's quite interesting. It gives us a whole, whole new audience to appeal to now, which is great. Whilst I've got you here, Michael, and it would be foolish of me not to, to mention this, if I'd, I'd probably get into terrible trouble from listeners, um, we must ask about your wife, Carol. How, how is she doing after her... her that's the church bell in the corner. Yes, right. <laughs> Dearly beloved. Um, how, how is she now in terms of the role to recovery following her accident? She's doing really well, actually, thank you. Um, when she had her accident it was all a very very bleak outlook for the future with predictions of very very grim things and actually we're in a pretty good place compared to where we could have been and and we're far better than the doctor's best predictions of where we could have been and in fact just in this last week she's had a a brilliant week actually We we still have times of great sadness and tears when she thinks about what's gone what won't happen again and all that sort of stuff but in this last week she's been to four different show rehearsals um where you know, I think many listeners know, you know my wife works in IT Carol was one of the country's top IT consultants until her accident working with people like the Ministry of Defence and uh, the big Drax power station and uh, she used to go to the NATO headquarters at Brussels and places like that but alongside that she's a trained opera singer uh, trained with the top opera singer Sue B. Lee who used to play at Guy and and the English National and Carol was, was very much in that world and in the show world she's directed and um, 
works as repertoire on lots of shows. So this last week she's been to four rehearsals. She, in a couple of shows she's going to be sort of third, third tree on the right in the back row just to get her back on stage, which would be great. And in the other one, actually, they've had her helping with the cast singing and diction and things, although her own singing is not yet back because of the damage to her brain, the her pitching is not great. She's working on it. She practices every day without fail, and it's coming back. But it's going to be a long journey till we get there. But so she said that four rehearsals with her helping with the singing and things. She's had her first walk on her own outside, only ten minutes or so. But that's the first time she's been out on her own in nearly a year now. Um, and then also on Saturday this week, she went to a big nursing home, really upmarket, Booper Nursing Home, hospital type place where the people who run the entertainment and events and things know of Carol as a singer and also a qualified life coach and how inspirational she is as a person. And they had a couple of patients, there are a couple of residents, who haven't spoken for more than a year. One of them had a stroke and one of them um, has dementia and could just say tea. That was all they, they said for a year. Um, the other one hasn't said anything for a year. And they wondered if Carol could talk to them and use some of her natural inspiration that she gives off to everybody to help. And she went on Saturday and she had a wonderful time because they actually gave her five residents to, to chat to in the end. And by the end of it, all five of them were talking. And that's just incredible because they hadn't spoken for over a year. And through Carol's just total motivation, she got them all laughing and clapping and joining in. And they were all talking. So she's, she's on cloud nine at the minute, actually, despite all the trouble she has. She's got her magic back in her eyes and that's wonderful. Isn't it amazing yeah. how the unforeseen can sometimes channel a new... Yeah. A new path for, yeah. for people. It yeah, is. That's right. That's yeah, brilliant. Michael, superb. Great, great to uh, have this little catch up. Um, it's a lovely atmosphere here at the village. Yeah. Uh, and um, we'll uh, we'll go and meet some more of the, the guys and girls that are, that are um, forming part of it. Fabulous. We'll see you later. Thank Thanks, you. Michael. Thank you. program is sponsored by the Lancastrian Theatre Organ Trust, promoting regular live theatre organ concerts featuring the UK's premier organists at the Theatre Organ Heritage Centre in Eccles and the Stockport Town Hall on the world-famous Wurlitzer Organ. For concert details, visit www.ltot.org.uk. You're listening to Community Keyboards on Oldham Community Radio 99.7 FM with Ian Wollstoneholm.
Michael Sullivan on Tyros 5 keyboard and I'm a Believer, a track from his latest CD called The Lockdown Recordings, Music from the Shed. And thanks, Mike, for sending a selection of numbers from that recording. We'll certainly feature some more on the programme. Now, apart from the legitimacy of recording an artist at a concert, quality-wise, it's almost certainly destined for failure 99% of the time. However, this quick snatch of Paul Thurkettle on Yamaha Genos, recorded by me from afar, serves to introduce our next item. We're going to do uh, a little song. I deliberated whether I should do this or not. I thought, should I or shall I not? And then, then I saw the age of the song. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. It's, um, it's a song by a group called Swing Out Sister. A beautiful song called You On My Mind. surreal. I don't think the, ta- the tables have ever been turned before, but we're surrounded by um, video cameras, as well as people from Yamaha. And just to prove it, it's there on the big uh, big banner. Um, lovely to be joined by, by Richard Bauer and Paul Thurkettle from Yamaha. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, uh, Richard, tell me, just for the benefit of our listeners, uh, your role in Yamaha is... My official role is brand ambassador, um, which means that I only have about eight hats to wear. Uh, <laughs> with lots of lots of different. I mean, but my main work now is Yamaha Japan. Yeah. So essentially, I'm part of the team that does the research and development for new products, um, and that's kind of been me for the last mm, ten years or so. Uh, actually, mm. been been involved with with the R and D team. Since 1998, so it's it's getting on 25 years now, uh, 24, 25 years. Um, I remember you when you were a slip of a yeah, lad I, I in short trousers, I, Mr. Barrett. I, I know, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, Was that three weeks ago? Well, no, do you know I, what? We, we, we were only talking with, with Byron Jones last night. Cause I was, I was, um, Byron was on before me last night and played his, his wonderful Versi instruments, and it's, it's just great to hear that big organ sound. Um. 
But I was actually just reminiscing that I, it was me that actually introduced Byron to the Versey organ. In a in a chalet in Barton Hall. <laughs> <laughs> at late at night, and we decided to go and get a Chinese carryout and then come back to the hut. Um, well, I got now, yeah, we haven't even got to you yet, Paul. Uh, yeah. I got my li- I got my little Versey portable organ organ there, and uh, Byron was still playing Hammond at the time, so we so we we started about I guess I guess we went out for the carry out about nine thirty. We we started back at the back in the hut about ten thirty, um, and at half past one there was a knock on the door, quite irate. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Trying to go to sleep, yeah. um, and of course that that was that was basically the you know the rest is history as far as far as that goes for for Byron. I mean <laughs> that also in a weird way got me involved with Yamaha um, because I changed concert instruments at that time. And we, but when we're talking, ah, oh, I guess that's got to be eighty five, eighty six. I mean, you know, scarily, it's almost forty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fully understand. We we talking decades now rather than yeah. weeks, don't that's, we? That's the yeah. that's the problem, yeah. and and you do completely lose track of time. You know, we think that's oh, fifteen years ago. Well, it isn't. It's twenty five. Mm. Um, Scary stuff. Yeah. Much, much to my uh, chagrin, Ooh, which is yeah. a French word, I understand, which means whatever it means. Um, <laughs> Another, another, another person, another, 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 another star of the keyboard circuit, oh, who has Lord. never crossed our paths is uh, is Paul Thurkettle. Hello. Uh, Hello. Now I'm, I'm, I'm quite used to this sort of northeast accent because my youngest lad's up at Newcastle, Newcastle University oh, in his final year. So, yeah, um, and anything that you say, I, I could understand. So that's I a start, see. isn't it? How did you become involved with the Omaha, Paul? Oh well, this this goes back. Uh... Many moons. Um, uh, <laughs> There's always one heckler, isn't there? Yeah. Just, just for the record, that was the wonderful Mr. Andy Carville. Oh well, well he's no friend of this program. I'll tell you now. <laughs> um, but no, of course, we're back um, in the early days. I was with Technics Musical Instruments, um, which uh, you know we had a great time way back then. Uh, but of course, things change, and um, after that, I joined um, Korg. I was business development manager at Korg for some seven, eight years. Time flies, wow. really. Um, and I got a call. Of course, this young chap here constantly kept um, niggling in the ear over the, the years. Ear. You, come to the dark side. Come to the dark side. Come over to the dark side. So in, uh, in 2014, I got a, uh, a phone call to say, look, um, would you like to come and do this, that, and the other? And of course, how could I? How could I not join such a wonderful company? Um, and, and I have to say, um, I ain't saying that just for the benefit of, of you and your wonderful listeners, or indeed Yamaha Backstage, as we're filming for. Welcome to Backstage, I, by the I, way. This, this is really weird. <laughs> I, your viewers are possibly saying, "What on earth is this strange chap waving this this, this this lollipop from backwards and forwards?" Yeah, left, right. That's confused people. So yeah, yeah um, I, it was it was great to get involved with Yamaha. So my job basically is is as Richard said, brand ambassador and business development specialist. So I do a lot of, um, well, as your listeners hopefully might know, our listeners certainly know because we've told them before, <laughs> um, 
I would do a lot of stuff behind the scenes, certainly in my previous jobs, and I would kind of make these things happen, but be sat behind the stage, sorry, behind the scenes, making these kind of decisions and let's do this and let's do that. Um, but I've been kind of wheeled out in in my in my <laughs> wheeled out. in my, my, my former former glory because there's a lot more of me than there used to be. <laughs> Lockdown wasn't kind. <laughs> um, and now, actually, you know what? It's really nice to to be on this side of the fence because I get to meet wonderful people like yourself, of mm. course, and and our wonderful customers. Um, and of course, hosting backstage with Richard is great um, because we get to be the the, the face of Yamaha uh, because we get to meet people uh, and talk to people about our wonderful instruments. I mean, obviously, this this is the burning question because look, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. (laughs) Yeah. But (laughs) welcome to (laughs) backstage. Leave that in. Uh, (laughs) We always no. I mean, I'm of that kind of uh, age where trying to even even for somebody with inverted commas inside knowledge, Mm. it was always very much the case that these big companies, and I include Yamaha in that, would jealously guard their um, business secrets. Uh, you know, if there was rumours of a new product uh, coming along, it was it was just that. You know, nobody could could actually get any information. And I could understand that from a commercial, you know, business point of view. But why is it that all at once you two guys have come along and you sat on, I was going to say very nice settees, but we'll, this is as best Yamaha can do. That's fine. <laughs> um, no, this is a village hotel. Not, nothing to do with Yamaha. Um, but you, you know, you come along and you, you're kind of saying already that you're going to open the floodgates. There's going to be an access all area type of mentality. Um, are they not trembling in their shoes at Yamaha HQ? Well, one of the th- one of the things that that we've missed during during COVID, as everyone has. I mean, we, nobody's been able to get out. Nobody's been going out doing gigs or or, or any basically doing anything. One of the things that we've all missed is this interaction just with with our customers. Um, but even before that, and I know Paul's. Uh, a, a very, very strong believer in this. Whenever I've done demonstrations way back, Tyros 1, PSR 8,000, 9,000, so, you know, we're talking, again, well over 20 years here. It's not just a point, you know, this is a piano, this is a clarinet, this is a whatever. Um, because it's all been done. Let's involve everyone in the story of where that sound's come from, why that sound has come from there, what it's doing in the product, and just making a story and, and bringing people into to more of a social thing of actually feeling that they be you know there's a feeling that they're part of something yeah. because for lots of you know let's let's be honest for most of our our customers they play at home it can be quite a solitary thing we know that you know for for some people bless them. They may be very busy um, being carers for partners or, or all of that. And there's, there's lots of family issues and, and all of this and, the, and the, the strains and stresses of life. And these instruments become an escape for so many people. And that can be an escape from lots of different things. 
So already these things are so much more than just being an instrument. Um, it can be, for some people, it's literally just the cavalry coming over the hill <laughs> to have two hours <laughs> sitting doing something that, that's for them. Um, that's very true. And, and so one of the things that I'm very, very, very conscious of is that these instruments also, you know, for lots of people, you know, the last two years have been really tough for everybody. And, and as all of us get a little bit older, I think we get a little bit more nostalgic about the things that we enjoyed when we were much younger. Um, for my generation, the thing that makes me nostalgic is the, is, the, is the 80s music. So I actually like to sit down and just recreate some of that. Um, yeah, okay, okay, it's nice to listen to it on the MP3 in the car and all of that, but it's actually much more fun to recreate it yourself. Mm. You know, for an older generation, that's going to be the 60s stuff. You know, sort of memories of meeting your partner and going out to the dance at the Lotal Pally and all of, and all of that. And, you know, the Beatles turning up at, you know, Scarborough Scout or to wherever it was when, you know, in 1961 where nobody had ever heard of them and all of these things, which just brilliant memories. And these things become memory factories. It's a way of, recreating some just happier times um so if we can get people involved more involved in you know how we make the sounds how we put the sounds together all of this just bring them into or kind of bring them into the fold and make it more than an instrument that's got to be good for everybody Paul Thurkettle on Genos, and I'll be back with he and Richard Bauer from Yamaha backstage after the break. This programme is sponsored by the Lancastrian Theatre Organ Trust, promoting regular live theatre organ concerts featuring the UK's premier organists at the Theatre Organ Heritage Centre in Eccles and the Stockport Town Hall on the world-famous Wurlitzer Organ. For concert details, visit www.ltot.org.uk On air at 99.7 FM and online at oldhamcommunityradio.com This is Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstoneholm.
And welcome back with Harry Stornham playing Lowry's superb model organ there and uh, one of those enigmatic tracks from the 1970s on the album sleeve entitled Coming Home Baby. But of course it is Fly Me to the Moon. The record was called Sea, Sex and Sun. Yes, it really was. And even with the stylus jump at the end there, it remains one of those timeless Stoneham arrangements. Now, I played that because this month over on our Community Keyboards podcast channel, there's an extra programme in which I sit down with Trevor Flunder from Allen's Music Centre during the recent Keyboard Cavalcade Festival. And we take a look at the world of Lowry organs still going strong in 2022. Right, well, let's pick up with my conversation with Paul and Richard from Yamaha Backstage. I asked Paul how modern Yamaha instruments can help people, for example, the guests at the festival, to learn to play with very little knowledge. Playing a musical instrument isn't the easiest of things to do, if you're going to do it correctly. And let's be honest, there's no magic wand that's going to say, you know what, you can play really well, really quickly. It takes practice. But we do have technology that enables you to get involved with that much quicker and be able to play much quicker. And that's giving you the opportunity through our technology because we've got some phenomenal products that will do some incredible things that will spark that interest. For instance, let's take Mrs. Smith and her piano. (laughs) Um, She's got to really work hard to learn to play the piano. And let's say she wants to play some, I don't know, Elton John music. Billy Joel music. Let's, she's a bit of a rock chick and she wants to do a bit of, a bit of Elton John, let's say. <laughs> She'll need the Yamaha magic pills. You probably need some uh, <laughs> paracetamol or something. <laughs> but if she can't do that, then there's your initial problem. Yeah. Let's say she can do that to a point. Whatever degree of, of ability it is that she can, she can play some Elton John stuff, really nice. It's still her and the piano. Well, now we have the ability to bring not just her and the piano, but the rest of Elton John's the, band yeah. home with her. Yeah. She And the way that I like to think, and Richard certainly likes to think of our instruments, is you're the conductor mm. of the band. And whatever band it is, whether it's Elton John or Billy Joel and, or, or you know, uh, Andrew Rui or Glenn Miller or Cliff Richard, whoever, whatever artist that you like, because we're all different, the band is in that, it's in the product, it's in the instrument, and you are the conductor. Now, the one thing the instrument isn't is telepathic, and we've said this <laughs> on, on a few occasions, but um, you know we're, we're working on that. Um, don't tell them don't, that. Oh, sorry, backstage. <laughs> um, there's, there's a button on the new Genos <laughs> version 5 that says Mystic Meg. Right. <laughs> yeah. but it, instruments, they're, they're not telepathic, so we've got to tell them what we want them to do because we're the conductor of the band and that's where we get our operating surface from our buttons and our screens and very very easy to use very tactile instruments um so i'm the conductor of the band but i'm also the instrumentalist so i'm the piano player or the sax player or the clarinet player or whatever and all of a sudden i've gone from with respect to mrs smith i've gone from mrs smith and a piano to a, a a full band in my front room. I've only got limited playing ability. Let's say I can only play with two fingers, which, with respect to a lot of our friends here, 
They, yeah. they all have limited yeah. playing ability. There's, in fairness, they, there's some very, very good yeah. players as well. Yeah. But in the majority, a lot of them are, are hobbyists. They, they, you know, they, they've got limited playing ability. And in fact, we, we do a demo where there's a lot of customers say, uh, we're, we're playing the demo and they, they, they say, oh, it's all right if I could have your fingers. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like that when I get it home. So what we do, just to show people, because we're not trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. We want to show you exactly what this instrument can do. When you get it home, get it out of the box. You switch it on. I won't go through the procedure of what to do, but it's a very simple procedure. And actually, when we're demonstrating to people, we'll show them this. So we'll play the, the piece of music, and it'll sound amazing. You've got you know the screaming trumpets and the trombones or whatever type of music that you're going to play, and the drummer's giving it, Six, nine, and it just sounds great. We just press stop. Stop. Say, okay, let's get rid of the band. So we press the accompaniment button off, mm-hmm. or the send the band to the bar, because when the band's not on stage, they're in the bar. So get rid of the band. They've gone to the bar, so they're not on stage. And I'm just going to put a piano sound on the instrument. I'm just going to play the piano. Mrs. Smith back in the room. So there's the piano. Now let's have a listen to what I'm doing. So just using two fingers, I do exactly the same as I did before. And I play a very basic song using two fingers. So actually the knowledge bit, the ability bit, is is this big. It's only very small. But then you sprinkle the magic back on. You bring the band back, Mm -hmm. press the accompaniment button, press the introduction button. Same thing, same two fingers, bang, off you go and the thing comes to life. Then the interest's there. And you can literally see in customers' faces, that's incredible. And that's what they want to take home. They want to take home that magic. The experience. The experience, the the ability. And that's what Yamaha are so good at. It's It's that dream. It's that ability of being able to play a musical instrument. And just getting back to the backstage things, I want to just say this, because backstage is is everything that Richard talked about, of course, getting our customers involved, and, and and that's a two-way thing. But also, it's educating our our customers to actually a company such as Yamaha, because most people will, will never have any imagination about what Yamaha is, the company itself, where it comes from, its beginnings, you know, what that logo stands for, just for the benefit of your customers yeah. that are not seeing us on video, we uh, Yamaha have a logo which is a circle and three tuning forks. And those three tuning forks mean something. They mean melody, harmony and rhythm. So the three musical elements. Now, when you go backstage with us and we start to look at um, motorbikes... We make incredible motorbikes, but there's reasons we make incredible motorbikes. We make golf clubs, we make kitchens, we make <laughs> golf carts, we make... Um, and the list goes on and on yeah. and on and on. And on every product that Yamaha manufacture, that logo is on. And the reason that logo is on is to say that at its very heart, it's a musical instrument company. Because way back in 1887, when Glyn was a boy, 
<laughs> in your words, oh, okay. <laughs> I firmly believe you. Yes, thank in, you, Paul. In 1887, <laughs> when this company was was uh, brought about by a, a gentleman called Torokusu Yamaha, the first thing that he uh, brought to life was a reed organ. And yeah. there's not a lot of people know that. Yeah. So to learn more, you're going to have to come back backstage. <laughs> And uh, we, we, we'll tell you an awful lot more about the company. And you can hear my full interview with Paul and Richard in the extra podcast edition this month just by heading over to the communitykeyboards.co.uk website. Visit our Facebook page for all the latest programme information. Just search Community Keyboards. Right, well, time now for our usual Ask Andy feature. And something a little different this time to introduce Andy's problem-solving skills... This is Andy Carville accompanying his friend who lives down the road from Andy and there's a gentleman called Mark Hemmings. He's playing harmonica. Yes, a real harmonica. And Andy provides some first-class accompaniment on guitar and other items from his Korg PA-1000. You'll know the tune. It's the theme from the film The Deer Hunter, Cavatina.
this makes a pleasant change. Instead of a crackly telephone line, as we mentioned on the last edition, uh, it's lovely to finally catch up with the... Ask Andy himself, Andy Carville. Well, Mr. Woods, it's a pleasure to actually see you, sir. What a joy. We're sat across a crowded dining room table, aren't yes. we? In a, in a quiet part of the village uh, village hotel. Uh, lovely to see you. So, is everything okay? How's things with you? It's, yes, everything's fine. I must say, it's a very enjoyable festival. We're having a great time. Lovely hotel, great place to be. Lovely people, as always. And uh, it's all going very well. Well, let's do what we're going to do because okay. we've we've got a question from uh, Mr. Ross of Market Wayton. Um, he's been in touch. He says, and I quote, I have played the piano for many years and have an old upright at home. I'm now interested in moving over to something more modern and looking at different keyboards. I'm a bit confused by all the technology, but I'm going to give it a try. Any advice, Andy, as to what I should buy? And do you think I'm doing the right thing? Ooh, okay. Well, not, not lots of time to prepare this. So this is off the top of my head. Yes, the there's no head. script here. No script. There? No script. So, um, well, yes, you're doing the right thing. Uh, I think there, Mr. Ross. Um, I think um, that there is some interesting angles for a, a piano player just to be aware of. Um, of course... Uh, Let's just go back a bit. There are three different type of instruments you could choose from. I don't think you're talking about the first type of instrument, which is an organ. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's what you're talking about. But if it is, um, well, organs are very powerful musical instruments. You've got two keyboards, you've got a pedal board. Uh, But it will require quite a change in your playing technique uh, from piano over to organ. is is quite a dramatic change because, of course, it includes the feet. The, the foot pedals. Um, then you've actually got um, a digital piano, and you can get digital pianos which have rhythms built inside them, and that could be a very interesting option for you, because um, the piano will have a weighted keyboard, and it will actually feel more like your instrument at home. So you might feel a little bit instantly at home with that, but then you can delve into the different either the different sounds that the instrument has or the different accompaniment styles. Mr. Ross, you may not have come across accompaniment styles and don't know what they are, um, but they are very exciting accompaniments, backings to your playing. But again, it does require a slightly different technique where your left hand, uh, instead of playing piano bass clef, which I'm guessing is what you're used to for many years on your piano, you need to change over to perhaps a co- more chord-based left-hand system. That sounds very complicated. Actually, for a pianist, it's actually quite easy. And probably the hardest thing for most piano players is to stop their left hand being so busy and actually just keep it really simple, more simple in the, in the left hand. Um, and then, of course, there is a keyboard. You mentioned keyboards. Um, uh, there is just a straightforward keyboard like a Yamaha Tyros or Genos or a Korg PA instrument or a Roland. There's lots of different types of instruments that you can choose from. Um, and they, um, they are quite similar to the digital piano that I've just described. But the biggest difference that you'll find is they don't have a weighted action. So the actual feel of the keyboard is slightly different. So you're doing the right thing. But as a pianist, you've got a little bit of a learning curve to go through. And perhaps where a lot of these questions always lead back to is you may need some help and guidance, perhaps of a 
teacher or at least a friend who perhaps has this type of instrument and he can give you some guidance on what to start doing mainly with your left hand so mr ross you're doing the right thing um i think if i was you i'd look at a digital piano with rhythm if i was you that's what i'd be perhaps thinking about um or, or a keyboard if that is something that just takes your fancy you don't mention in your uh, in your message whether you whether you're going to keep the piano at home you may well keep that for your piano and just want a keyboard as a as a sort of a second fun thing to to tag on to your piano playing so a lot of it depends on what you want to do. Find a good friend um, who, who can help show you and find a good dealer who can show you all of these different instruments as well. Oh, that's wonderful, Andy. I, I wonder if Mr. Ross has a Steinway Model B or... <laughs> if, he do, if he wants to get rid of it, I'll happily pick it up from him. It's not a problem. I'll be there. <laughs> it's lovely to catch up again, Andy. Thank you so much for, for solving another... A problem for one of our listeners. Lovely and, uh, to see you, Ian, in the flesh. Yes. Are we back to the crackly telephone line? Crackly telephone, yes. But there yes. we go, you know. You have to turn that handle, don't you, when you we call do. me. It's, yes, it's, yes. it's all there. Yes, go through the exchange. Yes. Wonderful. Andy, thanks very much. Thanks very much, Ian. See you soon. that's just about it for this program there's lots more from the blackpool keyboard cavalcade festival on the community keyboards podcast www.communitykeyboards.co.uk from where there are lots of ways to contact the program or follow us on social media etc for the moment this is ian wilson home saying thanks very much for listening take care all the best and bye-bye <laughs>